Wake up, witches. I'm your host, Kat Adams, and you're listening to the You're Not Stuck podcast because I'm here to remind you that you're not stuck. And if this sounds a little bit different, I'm trying to record in my closet. It was kind of hard to get here and get in this position, but I heard it might make everything sound better. So let me know if you prefer me recording in my closet or if I can be comfortable in my home office. Don't you hate it when podcasters are like, let me spend the first 20 minutes updating you on my life, and then you just fast forward it? I'm going to do that, (laughs) but it's not going to be 20 minutes. It's going to be like five. I just want to give you all um, a glimpse into my life and what I've been dealing with this week. Of course, today we're going to talk about uh, an unpopular opinion I have on forgiveness, and I'm going to get to that. But some things came up and some things I think you should know, and I really want to talk about them because it's super, super important. Most of the stuff um, I did get, uh, I read Reddit. You guys know I have an addiction to Reddit. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast where I look at the news. And yes, I have been doing the spring cleaning of mind, body, and soul, and home, of course, too. And I have not been reading the news at night or in the morning, just on my lunch break. But still, that is like, it's not really, it's helped me a lot. But these past few days, I think I just read a bunch of crap. So I think I might even have to take a further step back and not read the news on some days. Maybe I could just skip every other day. It's like a double-edged sword because it's super good to know about what's happening in our lives and society with our laws, yada, yada, yada. But it's so hard to digest that information because I soak it up like a sponge and then I dish it out and like rah so if you've been watching my Instagram if you watched it yesterday you know I was like rah man rah man which is kind of what I want to talk about before I dive into today's topic as far as all the fun stuff and everything I've been working on um lately jingles for the podcast because every podcast starts out with music so I'm trying to find some music that doesn't suck Um, that will be on brand and on point with everything. So I've been doing that this week. It's also Valentine's week. So in full transparency, I know you're probably listening to this in March because I have a really crazy launch plan. I like to get things done way ahead of time, um, and have time to catch up. So I am pre-recording three episodes before I get back on track and then I will be on the same schedule as you. So that will happen sometime, um, in March, but you're probably listening to this, I'm going to guess around the third or fourth week of March. And Valentine's is way, way far away. Not in your mind anymore, um, but I had an amazing Valentine's Day. I have the best husband. I know I've bragged about him before, but I had spent like every Valentine's Day just never getting anything, not even a card or a thank you, I appreciate you or anything like that back in my marriage. And even in my dating days, I did it a bunch of douchebags. But my husband makes me feel so loved, and he was just so good to me. And I came home a couple weeks ago, and there was a massage table out. He had bought a massage table. I used to get regular massages. I just don't have the time anymore these days. So he was like, I'm going to learn how to do it. I've been watching YouTube videos, and I want to start giving you regular massages. I was like, who does that? Who does that? So if you're stuck in a miserable situation and, you know, you just can't stand your spouse who might not be romantically inclined, there are those men out there. 
it's rare, I'm not going to lie, but you're not stuck. If you want that, go get it. So let me continue on with the news I have been reading. And it's just killing me. It's killing me. The first bit of information I want to share with you is that I read this week that the federal appeals court strikes down domestic violence gun laws. So that means if you have a restraining order against your abuser, they have ruled that it is unconstitutional to prevent your abuser from having a gun. So, yeah, because America, right? If you do research on mass shooters, they almost always have one thing in common, and that's being domestic violence. So, good job, U.S. federal appeals courts, for putting guns in the hands of violent offenders. That's just fucktastic. But you should know that because stay safe, ladies. You have to do something about it. This is the whole point of this podcast is because I want to bring light to stuff that's happening that other people are too freaking scared to talk about. I, you know, I want to talk about ways you can keep yourself safe. You can get out of situations and then tell your story and help others get out of their situations and then change the world in a ripple effect. That's what it all boils down to. And yes, we can do that. I truly believe we can do that. But it's going to take getting off our asses and being brave, putting on our big girl panties. So besides that um, tidbit of information that just freaking sucks, I have more freaking sucky information for you. There's a comedian. I think her name is Liza or Eliza. I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. I'm having a brain fart. She's on Netflix. She does a skit about like elder millennial um, party goblin, her party goblin skit is hilarious. She's super feminist and she's not afraid to speak her mind. She posted a Instagram reel recently this week and she said, how about if we don't ban guns, we just ban men with guns because they're the ones committing all the violence. And yes, I said what I said, I think people are too afraid to upset men. God forbid we upset men and their fragile egos and talk about facts. And she's like, I can't wait to see the comments. So naturally, I went and looked at the comments and I already knew. I already knew I was going to see not all men, not all men. Oh, my gosh. Just spare me. Just freaking spare me. Lots of dudes were saying, no, not all men. Women actually commit mass uh, shootings, too. They dug back to 1979, 50 years ago, was the latest they could find a woman that committed a mass shooting. Uh, Go ahead. Look it up. You know, that's the facts. It's there. And I'm not afraid to call them out on it. I'm not afraid to talk about shit behavior because women need to be aware of this. Women need to know and we not we need to be not afraid to talk about it because we have to get it out there. How else are we going to make change? So yeah, it's true. Men are the problem. And why is that? I don't know. That's not my problem to solve. My problem to solve right now is to get women out of these situations where they're miserable or being abused or, I don't know, treated like a, an object, you know, just get you out of your shitty situation. And that's what all boils down to. So Eliza, Liza, whatever her name was, I'm so sorry. I can't tell you her name right now, but she speaks the truth. 
She speaks the truth. And I don't know why people are so afraid to upset men with a factual statistic about men. I'm not. So that's that's what we're going to talk about. And that leads into what happened to me today was my I got a call from my daughter's principal. And the principal told me that my daughter was caught with her phone and her earbuds. And she was in, she was at lunch and she was listening to music and she's not supposed to do that. Her phone's supposed to be in her locker and turned off. So when I picked my daughter up today, I had a talk with her and she was very upset that she had gotten trouble with this. She said she did not understand the policy. And to be honest, I don't understand the policy too. Um, because she wasn't bothering anyone. She was just listening to music at lunch. And she said she was afraid to keep her phone in her locker because she's terrified there's going to be a mass shooter and she wants to be able to call me and tell me she loves me. Yeah, let that sink in. That makes me, oh, I don't know. I'm tearing up actually. You can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. So this is the world we're living in and no one is going to change this except women and mothers, especially. We do not have to live this way. We really don't. We just have to take action. We have to have a plan, get motivated, like get mad, get mad. I know it's like, oh, you can't be an angry feminist. Bullshit. You can be an angry feminist. You're entitled to be angry. Our kids are going to school traumatized. You can be angry about that. Which leads me to the last article I read that I really wanted to uh, bring to light. The CDC reports unprecedented level of hopelessness and suicidal thoughts among America's young women. I think this statistic was around 22% of college age women are feeling suicidal and hopeless. I wish I could say that was surprising. And it's not just college age women. We're all feeling it. And it's because we were making progress, progress, progress on everything, women's rights, violence against women. And we are starting to revert back. We're traveling back in time. This is ridiculous. This is the stupidest timeline ever. What the fuck is happening? And better question, what the fuck are you going to do about it? You know, you have to do something about it. Make those small changes. It's what it's all about. So if you are feeling this way, know you're not alone. The freaking CDC is bringing this out. If the freaking CDC feels a need to talk about this, it's a serious problem. But we as women already knew it was a serious problem. So I suggest you talk to your daughters and be kind to yourself and figure out what you're going to do about it. Because I don't want my daughter feeling hopeless in life. I don't want to feel hopeless in life. I already feel that way. You know, I live in a place where women are starting to get kidnapped in broad daylight. And I feel like my life's stolen from me. I don't even go like to nice fancy restaurants anymore downtown or wherever because I'm terrified. I'm terrified. And I know I don't have to live this way. I do live in a town that is uh, one of the top five for violent crime. Hoping to fix that sometime in the next few years. But right now I have to be here. But I know I don't have to live this way. And you don't have to live that way either. So I'm off my soapbox. I lied. That was more than five minutes. I'm so sorry. That was like closer to 15, but that's good information that you all should know. 
Now to get on for the topic of the day, which is forgiveness. So I know a lot of gurus, I say we're gurus, I can never say that word right. A lot of um, like, you know, meditation people and life coaches and religious and spiritual people are like, forgive, you have to forgive. And I'm subscribed to a lot of subscription boxes. One of them I just canceled because not because of this thing they sent me that I'm about to read you, but eh, it just wasn't the best. They pick out these affirmations for you. And the affirmation I got was affirmation for forgiveness. Forgiving makes me feel light and free. Do you know what I'm going to say? This is an unpopular opinion. I don't subscribe to the belief that we have to forgive. I am perfectly fine with not forgiving someone who has wronged me in such a way that it traumatized me. I'm not going to forgive someone who doesn't deserve it. I get what people say as in forgive for you. Um, And we're going to go over an article here in a second about that. But honestly, I really do not think that is a hard line as in you have to forgive to move on. So let me pull this article up. And it was just like one of the first ones I Google searched. I didn't even really read through it. So this is kind of like a blind reading, kind of like the blind reaction or whatever on TikTok. This is just a blind reading. Um, I want to read it and I'm going to respond because all these articles are the same. So this one says, forgiveness doesn't mean what happened was okay. And it doesn't mean that the person should still be welcome in your life. True that. Forgiveness just means that you've made peace with the pain and you're ready to let it go. Okay. I can do that without forgiving my abuser. That's who we're going to talk about. There's been lots of people who wronged me in my life, but come on. There is a difference between eating the last bagel and abusing you for 15 years. All right. And I was brought up in a religious house that told me if I don't forgive, I'm not going to get to ride the unicorns through the clouds one day and that I should forgive someone who eats the last bagel just as I should forgive someone who brutally murders my mom. Okay, does not make sense. And I could never wrap my head around it. And I'm not going to spend my energy wrapping my head around it because I don't need to. I'm fine. I am fine. Like, I don't need to make peace with, I don't need forgiveness to make peace with my pain and be ready to let go. I have let that go a long time ago. I have made peace with my pain. In fact, I have turned my pain into profit, into books, into this podcast. So I'm cool. I'm cool. And guess what? I ain't forgiving him, right? All right, let's keep going. Forgiveness is not for other people. Forgiveness is not something we do for others. It's something we do for ourselves. Not forgiving someone is the equivalent of staying trapped in a jail cell of bitterness, serving time for someone else's crime. It's a mixture of anger, depression, and blame. But most of all, the opposite of forgiveness is stagnation. It's getting mired, mired, I'm so horrible at pronunciation, in an emotional place regarding a particular incident, and it prohibits future growth and discovery. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm going to stop right there because that I feel, I feel I'm not coming down on this writer, but I personally feel like that is a load of 
bullshit. That is a load of bullshit. You can grow. You can uh, be creative. You can be you while not forgiving. I mean, I really do not feel like you have to spend your energy on forgiving before you're in a place where you can grow. It does not prohibit future growth. I mean, come on. No, no. And then it says a mixture of anger and depression and blame. Yada, yada, yada. The angry feminist, right? Oh my gosh. Talking about anger and blame and bitterness is something that is a hot button issue with me because women have been told for so long that, oh, it's not attractive to be angry. We don't want to see you angry. We have a lot to be angry about and that's okay. It is okay to be angry. You should be angry. Did you hear all that shit I just told you about women being hopeless? That is because we're angry and we feel like we're getting nowhere. In fact, the only place we're getting is 30 years behind. So you're allowed to be angry and that has nothing to do with forgiveness. You can be angry over your situation. Does that person deserve my forgiveness? No. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm calling it out. This is how I feel. And I think I have a lot of people out there who feel the same. Here's the next thing it says. Forgiveness is a sign of strength. Gandhi once said the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the tribute of the strong. It takes a strong person to face pain head on, forgive, and release it. All right, true. I do think it takes strength to forgive, but I don't think you're weak for not forgiving, especially if you're going through hard shit. You're a strong ass woman, okay? It does not make you weak to choose not to forgive someone. Just because you do not want to forgive them doesn't mean you're going to be an angry, bitter person stuck from future growth and you're a weak ass little punk. No. It does not mean that you are a strong woman. And if you choose not to spend your energy on forgiving, that's totally okay. At least in my book, I know no one tells you this. No one tells you this. Maybe I'm just not enlightened enough. I don't know. I don't sun my butthole and do those vag steams. I'm just not that enlightened, I guess. But this has worked for me and I'm fine with it. I've made peace with it and I've done a shit ton of growth. It also says forgiveness is healing. When we hold on to resentment, grievance, shame, guilt, or pain from the past, our entire body-mind suffers. Ultimately, forgiveness is a gift we give to ourselves. True. True. I understand that you need to heal from your past traumas. Do I think forgiveness has to be in there to heal? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I'm healed. I'm fine. Yes, trauma is always going to be with me. Sometimes it crops up here and there, but I am healed. I am moved on. I am fine. And honestly, I think this forgiveness thing is just silly. It's gotten out of hand. It's like, I have to forgive everyone who's ever wronged you in the worst ways possible. Are we forgiving like murders and mass shooters now? I don't know. I don't know. Are you giving them thoughts and prayers? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not giving them thoughts and prayers and I'm not forgiving them. Next, it says, also, um, it annoys your enemies to forgive them. Ha, ha, ha. Pettiness, right? But didn't you just say in this article, we're not supposed to be like bitter and angry, except you're, uh, you are condoning um, pettiness, whoever wrote this article. I'll paste it in the show notes just because, you know, I want to give this person credit, even though I sound like I'm coming down on I'm really not because I know this is a universal thing where we're told, forgive, forgive, forgive. And I'm telling you, 
tune that shit out. But it does make one final point that I want to talk about. And that point is, it says, we deserve forgiveness. So if you're struggling for forgiveness, this is what I do. So instead of saying, oh, I got to learn to forgive you. This is so hard. Hell no. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for being tricked into that situation. Forgive yourself for staying in that situation for so long. If you're still in that situation or miserable, any situation, it's not only about abusive marriages in here. All right. We talk about shitty work situations or situations where you got a narcissistic best friend. Forgive yourself for being in those situations and not knowing how to get out of them. Forgive yourself for falling back into those situations when you've gotten out of them previously. Forgive yourself for dealing with your trauma in ways that might make you a little bit ashamed, like drinking too much wine. I've been there and done that. Forgive yourself. Fuck forgiving those people who you don't want to spend that energy on. It really does not matter. It does not matter. But it absolutely does matter for you to forgive yourself. So be kind to yourself and know that who am I? I'm just Kat Adams, you know. I don't know. I'm not like a a big life coach or anything body important like that, but I have been there and I have done that. And I know I'm not the only one to feel this way, especially, you know, I debated talking about this because I don't want people to be like, oh my gosh, you're so wrong. You know, forgiveness makes you like walk in the clouds or turn cartwheels and uh, just feel so amazing. So like this affirmation said, so light and free, you have to forgive or you're just not there, man. Well, you know what? I'm telling you, you don't, you don't have to be the bigger person all the time, okay? Use your strength on you. Don't use it on going back and forth like, oh my gosh, I have to figure out how I can make peace and forgive this person. And if you, hey, if you want to forgive that person and that's something you want to work on, go for it. I'm just saying personally, I use my energy on me and I'm happy and I'm thriving and I just, I don't forgive and I wish I could forget. Unfortunately, that is also an issue. (laughs) Can't get around that one. Um, But I've moved on. Like, I don't feel like I need to forgive my ex-husband to move on in life at all. I think that's a complete load of bullshit. So if you're feeling like me... Yeah, you don't have to be the bigger person and be like, oh, I look at me, I'm so holier than thou because I can forgive uh, you mass murders. Like, no, nah, gee, fuck that. Mm-mm. No, no, you don't have to forgive. Just move on with your life. The only person you have to forgive is you. So keep that in mind. Please be kind to yourself. Uh, It's a Valentine's Day week. Love yourself. I know it's not Valentine's Day week when you're listening to this, but it was. So I'm sending those Valentine's vibes through your speakers because remember last episode we're talking about energy and I'm sending my juju woo-woo, not dark doo-doo energy your way so you can feel some love for yourself and forgive yourself. I hope I was able to help someone out there today with that information and give you the um, 
what is it called? What is the word I'm looking for? The permission. I hope I've given you the permission that you needed because I know I wish someone told me these things because I was always a slave to I'm not good enough because I can't forgive. And when I let that go, I moved on and I moved forward in life and I did not prohibit my self-growth one bit. So it's going to be okay. And if you feel the same way, if you have this shameful, unpopular opinion, right, let me know. Send me a comment. Get in touch with me because I'd be interested to know who else feels this way because I'm seeing it a lot lately. I'm seeing it a lot in social media and I'm wondering, man, have we just been saying forgive, forgive, forgive for all these years and it's kind of the wrong advice? I don't know. Like I said, maybe my brain just isn't getting it because I'm not that enlightened. And I certainly understand the need to forgive in some instances and how it could help some people. However, I don't think it helps all people. So that's just my two cents for what it's worth. Stay safe and remember that you're not stuck. And next time, next time you hear this, hopefully I'll have a little jingle and hopefully it won't suck. So far, everything I've heard sounds like Home Depot ads, but you know, we're getting there. If you like this episode or any of my episodes, please rate and review because when you do that and when you subscribe also, it bumps up my podcast. And I think a lot of women need to hear these messages. So to spread the good news, to spread the support, please do me a solid and rate, review, and even subscribe if you want. Also, you can subscribe to my newsletter at catadams.com. I try to put all the exciting news in there, including sales for my rom-coms that, you know, I have not gotten around to writing more rom-coms in a while, but maybe one day. It's just not in there now, but you will get, you will get news on my nonfiction novel, You're Not Stuck, that comes out probably within a couple months. Pre-order should be up, I hope, by the time you're listening to this. So uh, head on over to my website for those links as well. And that's all for today's episode. I hope you are enlightened or not as enlightened as me. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat, forgive, don't forgive. I don't care. Just forgive yourself and stay safe.